Hey everyone, Al here. I always forget to record a spoiler warning while we're actually recording, so here's one at the beginning of the show, recorded after the whole show was recorded through the magic of editing. So, uh, yeah, we're talking about Rogue One today. Uh, it should be obvious by the podcast title, but you know, sometimes you're listening to podcasts and one, the next one just pops up and, and, uh, you start listening and then you say, no, I don't want to hear any spoilers. So here we are, uh, after Rogue One and this episode of Children of the Force discusses the movie in its entirety. Uh, also, since I'm recording this after, I just came across this really great article I want to let everybody know about, uh, especially the parents who listen to this show uh, with young children. Um, so Anna and Liam and I, so that's a seven-year-old, a ten-year-old, and me, a 30-something-year-old, uh, you know, we all went to the movie together, and uh, they, they could handle it. You'll hear that Anna was, you know, rather sad, um, but uh, it's something that we should think about as parents, you know, what do we show our kids, what don't we? And there's a really great article on Entertainment Weekly website by Anthony Bresnikan, who writes many, many great articles, uh, but this one is called A Parent's Guide to Rogue One, Should You Take the Kids? And I really strongly recommend reading this article before you go with your kids, um, you know, maybe you won't bring the kids, uh, maybe you will, but either way, uh, if your kids are going to watch this movie, read this article, and uh, yeah, I got a lot out of it, it was really great, and we're going to talk about it on our next episode, which will be likely coming out, uh, you know, toward the end of the year. So yeah, so go read that uh, after you listen to this episode of Children of the Force, and uh, here we go. The Children of the Force. Welcome to episode 55 of Children of the Force, a podcast about Star Wars by one adult and his two kids. I'm Alan Wonski, the adult. I'm Anna, and I'm 10. I'm Liam, and I'm 7. You're like one month away from 8, though. So, can I say I'm 8? No, you can say 7, that's fine. So, so what's up? We're in the theater. We're what? Where? In the theater. Oh, we are in the theater. About to watch Rogue One. Well, we're not about to watch Rogue One, but this is the theater that is going to play Rogue One for the very, very first time at AMC Theater. I thought we were seeing Trolls tonight. Wow. No, we're not. Uh, We're Sing. Yeah, I thought we were seeing Sing. No, we're Sing. Rogue One. Rogue One. Now, is that a Star Wars story? Yes. Have you guys got any memories or something? Oh, no, no, no. I thought that was a Star Trek story. No. Liam. I thought it was an anthology. Is Ray in this one? No, it's, <laughs> she's not. Jen is in this one. <laughs> you guys gotta ask. Who the heck Jen? is Jen? Who's Jen? <laughs> she's the main character in Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Uh, and that's what really we're going to watch. Got it. <laughs> so, you know what we haven't been saying lately is where's Jin? Because she's everywhere. There's actually Jin action figures in 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 Target, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I think uh, Hasbro has learned their lesson, which is pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, cool. All right. Well. Uh, now we're gonna actually go back and listen to a little bit that we recorded in the car. 
I'm going to put that after this because this is our intro in the theater. And then we'll uh, then we'll go back and listen to that, and then we'll check back in once we get closer to the start time. What is it now? No idea. What time is it? I hope it's really close, though. It's, uh, it's 5.07. We have about two and a half hours before the movie actually starts. How many hours until, uh, how, how long until the trailers start? About two hours. Or apps. About two hours. Oh, the two hours for the trailers, yeah. Yeah, we got some time. Let's sit back and relax. All right, let's go listen to that noisy car audio now. Yeah, sure. We're on our way to Rogue One, and I'm so excited. Yeah, we're in the car. Mia? Uh, are you excited? Yeah, um, duh. <laughs> I'm excited, and, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I'm yeah. Happy. What uh, what are we wearing to the Rogue One premiere? Are you guys want to talk Star about Star Wars, Wars shirts? Well, sure, but what what shirts did we choose and why? I wore a my Ray short, my Ray shirt, <laughs> yeah. and it's super awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's why I wore it because it's Star Wars and super awesome. Sure. I wore my um. It has to be a picture of Sabine on it, and it says, um, it says, destroy the Empire. Yeah, that's pretty appropriate uh, for this movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, originally I was going to go with my Star Wars shirt that just says Star Wars, but at the last minute I made a change to my Wicked shirt, which is just a really beautiful, beautifully painted picture of Wicked. An adorable picture of Wicked. Because Wicked is is one of the rebels who ends up eventually defeating the Empire, those Ewoks, right? So we gotta, you know, give respect where respect is due. And like, yeah, these great rebels that we're learning about in this movie, you know, they're pretty awesome, but they're not short and fuzzy. <laughs> <laughs> like the cute, cute Ewoks. I want to be friends with that baby Ewok that we see, that oh. would be so cute. I'm just gonna hug him all over and over and over again. It'd be so cute. I wish, well, I would, I kinda, I don't really want that to be our pet. I want it to be our friend. Yeah, I want, me like, too. A kid Ewok for our friend. Well, that baby Ewok's probably like an adult by now, though. Oh. They want to get good seats, uh -huh. and it's opening at five o'clock. Uh -huh. So people are probably gonna some some people are probably gonna be waiting there for like four hours. Yeah. Standing in line for one hour, and then sitting uh -huh. in the in the theater for three hours. For two hours, right? Five to seven. Oh right. So, so yeah. three hours. But right, so we wow. just want to make sure that we don't sit in the front row, you know? Because in the front row you have to crane your neck up and yeah. it's so annoying. And especially because it's IMAX 3D also, like you don't want to be way up in front. I don't at least. So, so hopefully we'll get a good seat since we're going early. And we brought some stuff to do. You know, Anna, what did you bring? A book? Uh-huh. What did you bring? And a coloring book. A coloring book. And Liam, you brought some blank sheets of paper. Mm-hmm. 
and we brought the Nook, and I have my phone and my old phone, and we'll be good. It'll be fun. I also brought my stuffed animal. It's cold outside, though. <laughs> Super cold. So I was listening to our The Force Awakens, you know, uh, the, the reaction show that we did last year, and uh, I don't think it was as cold because we recorded our reaction in the car as the car was warming up. I don't want to do that this time. It's so cold out. So maybe we'll wait until the music is done playing at the credits and we'll just stay in the theater and maybe record just a little bit in the theater this time. Maybe. We'll see. They might kick us out, but uh, we'll see. You're kidding, right? And we've heard that there's going to be an uh, automated R2-D2, the R2-D2 that was there last year. We've heard through my brother, who is friends with a 501st member. Uh, he's the stormtrooper with the orange pauldron that looks like, uh, that has the Ahsoka markings on it. Uh, so we've heard from my brother via this 501st member that the people who had the R2 at the Force Awakens last year have finished it. And now it is fully automated and hopefully we'll get to see it rolling around. And we might get to see, if we're really lucky, uh, the gonk droid which is actually someone in that box bent over the whole time they're walking, which is why they only come out for a little bit because it's so hard on their back. And then they go back, they, they go back and take it off, right? So we'll see. That was news to me. That was, yeah, that was news to me actually uh, when I talked to Matt. And Matt's gonna meet us at the theater too, so, and his wife, so that's gonna be awesome. So All right. Well, awesome. I think we're, we're almost there, and I probably shouldn't be this distracted when I'm driving, especially because I mean, if we get in the car crash, we're not going to get to see Rogue One, right? So you said that last time. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said when I had the tickets for the Phantom Menace way back in the day. Remember that when I was telling that story? Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. And so you we're said gonna, that the Fourth Way too. I probably did. Yeah. And you know, we were actually driving this exact same road when we recorded last year for the Force Awakens. Really? Yep. I started Here. recording at almost exactly the same point in our drive. Okay, that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. And you're ending, and you're going a, to end recording at almost the exact well, point. I'm a creature of habit. I, I like things to be the same as the way they used to be, you know? Um, when it comes to traditions and stuff, so. Uh, traditions. Tradition. Tradition. <laughs> All right. Anyway, that'll make sense to you once you watch The Fiddler on the Roof which I don't think you guys have. Right? Nope, no. never. I have no idea what that even is. It's an old musical. Anyway, all right. All right, the ads have started. Where It's almost time for the movie. What do you think, Liam? Awesome. So one thing that I'm a little worried about. I like this Pokemon ad, too. Oh, there's a Pokemon ad you really like. One thing I'm kind of worried about is, is like, Saw. You know how he, in the Clone Wars, he was kind of... He was okay with like bombing the cities if innocent people died. Oh, hey, how's it going, guys? Oh, uh, Matt, Matt and Leah here. You know, I'm just recording right now, so we're just gonna. You could just sit there and then we'll swap. Yeah. But but I'll be right over there. We'll just swap really quick. Uh, I'm gonna sit over. Here. Yeah. Okay. So um. So yeah. So we know that Saw, you know, was was kind of brutal. Like his tactics weren't always like. So like, is he a good guy? But is he a good guy if like he's okay with innocent people dying? And didn't innocent people die on the Death Star when the Death Star blew up? It's kind of gray. Uh, maybe, yeah, yeah. I think he's different now. Yeah, you think? Oh, you think he's different now? He's like better, maybe. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I was talking to Liam about Saw, and I'm a little worried that like what he's gonna do in this movie is gonna be a little maybe kind of hard to watch. Like, what if like he's a good guy, but what if he does things like 
like tortures the bad guys. Because you know we know that like like his people were pretty brutal. Like Callus talks about how that Lasat who worked with Saw Gerrera and his partisans, you know, just killed every Imperial and for some reason left Callus alive. But you know what I mean? Like I'm a little worried that he's gonna be what I do you think, think he's changed. You think he's changed? You know, Liam said the same thing. Liam said the same thing. It sure and doesn't maybe, seem like he's like that in the trailers. That's true, it doesn't. And maybe, you know, having Steela die for him, I think yeah. I think hopefully changed him. Because then everyone having their friends die in the yeah. Imperial and the Empire don't have matter how bad they are. But we'll see. I hope I hope we're right, but I have a feeling that we're wrong. I don't. How do you think this movie ends? Does it um, end? It ends sad but also mm. happy. Like kind yeah. of an okay ending. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask Liam really quick. How does this movie end? What do you think? Sad and happy. Sad and happy. <laughs> You're eating popcorn right now. What if what if like our characters actually get on the Tantive V4? And they're actually on it at the beginning of a new hope and we just don't see them. How cool would that be? What if we see that in this movie? Wouldn't that be cool? That'd be awesome. Alright. Well, we won't have long to wait now. Matt, what do you think? What? Do you want to get in on this? It's my brother Matt. First time on the podcast. What? What's the question? I have a mouthful of pizza. Movie, how do you think this movie ends? How do I think it ends? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not everybody's going to make it out. <laughs> I think I think he's right. Do you think he's right, Liam? Yeah. 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 Matt said he didn't think everybody was going to make it out. Do you think he's right? Yep. Yeah. All right. Well... Not long now. I'm so we'll, excited. We'll, uh, we'll talk again after the movie. All it's right. going to be good. It's going to be good. All right. We are sitting here in the movie theater. The movie ended. The credits have rolled. And that was probably the hardest time I've ever had being quiet in a movie. There were so many times where I wanted to just be like, what? <laughs> oh my gosh, that was so good. Like, For me, to... it was the hardest movie. The hardest? What do you mean? Um, like, every... Spoiler alert, definitely. Oh, we're coming. Spoiler alert? Oh yeah, they... no, everybody knows the spoilers. They're kicking us out of the theater, so we better get going. We'll have to pick this up in the car. Alright. Alright, we're buckling up, we're in the car. And, uh, Liam, you might want to take your mask off, your face mask, so we can hear you. So, a lot of thoughts. A lot of thoughts about this movie. Um, just really quick, because I have so many thoughts, there's no way I'm going to be able to get them all down. Uh, Jin kind of reminds me a little bit of... Uh, there's, there were elements at the very beginning that reminded me of Ezra, uh, like her, his parents were taken by the empire, right? And, and then there's even the hatch that he hid in, right? Like his house, remember that hatch in his house? And she had that hatch that she crawled down, right? And then she's found by some people, some rebellion people, right? Like Saw, I mean, they knew Saw, but still, then she goes and joins the rebellion. What do you think about Saw Gerrera's partisans, guys? What do you so, mean? The people, Saw Gerrera's rebels. They were cool. <laughs> were they? They were pretty different, though. 
They weren't part of the alliance, right? They were, yes. Yeah. Remember we asked, do you think Saw, do you think Saw, uh, you know, changed? I think you both thought that maybe he had changed from from his days on Onderon, right? And I don't know. <laughs> and I think that we were right about save the rebellion, save the hope as his last word. Save the dream, yeah. 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 There's a lot of accepting your fate, like, uh, like you accept that you are going to fight the hard fight and and you accept that that a lot of times means that you're going to die, right? We saw a trailer for a war movie before this movie called, um, I can't remember what it was called, but it made me think of this, you know, like, like when people go to war, they know they like, they, a lot of them just assume they're going to die. Like that's what it means to fight a war. And the people in the rebellion know what they're getting themselves into, right? So join the rebellion. I uh, <laughs> what would it take? I just listened to some Beltway Banthas today. What would it take to join the Rebellion, right? What would it take for you, personally, to join the Rebellion? I'm about to die. Yeah, that's probably, honestly, And I would take much... that to join the Rebellion. Yeah, that's probably how much it would take. So, other thoughts. Liam, did you catch when they were on Yavin and they were scrambling the fighters? Uh, were they scrambling fighters? No, I don't think they were yet. Um, but they said, uh, General Sindula, please report to blah, blah, blah. General Sindula, please report to... Did you hear that? Who? They're over the loudspeaker at Yavin. General Sindula. Hera Sindula. Hera was on Yavin. What about her dad? <laughs> How cool is that? Why oh, is it, it could have been Cham, I guess. I doubt it, though. He's not part of the rebellion, right? It said twice, Hera Sindula, or General Sindula. General, too, right? So she's she moved up. Pretty awesome. And, and then I also... I also heard you guys talking about... Well, us and someone that daddy sat next to. I sat next to some guy who wanted to talk. Yeah, that he saw the ghost. Yeah, the ghost is in this movie. I never saw um, it. What is it? And you know what? I saw it before. It was in a trailer. It was in what? a. There was a shot in the trailer of the rebel fleet. And in that shot, you can see the ghost. And I saw that, but I didn't say anything to you kids because I thought maybe, like, I, you shouldn't have seen it. Maybe it was going to be like a big reveal, right? And I didn't want to spoil. I didn't want to spoil it for you. It was in space outside of Scarif, with the Rebel fleet. So when we watch it again, we'll have to look for it, and I'll show you that trailer, that part of that trailer where you can see it. It's really like one of those blink. If, if you blink, you'll miss it kind of things, right? So I was really sad when Scarif, you know, was was destroyed, but I wasn't sad when Krennic looked at that Death Star and knew like, oh no, the very weapon I've dedicated my life to is now going to be my end. That was sweet justice for Orson Krennic, that horrible garbage of a human being. Oh, that was so great. Like that is so much better than Vader killing him, which everyone thought was going like to, I don't care. Man. Everyone thought Vader was going to kill him, right? Oh, he's going to get force choked by Vader, which he did, which was awesome. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was so great. And then you Vader's really like, don't choke on your enthusiasm for your, you know, or something. It was such a great line. It was so kind of corny, but it was so good. It was just so Vader. And what is that castle? So that I was talking to this guy sitting next to sitting next to me at the end of the movie. You thought it was Mustafar, but well, I said it's Solist. I thought it might be Mustafar. Liam, you think Solist? What's they didn't Solist say again? Solist um, is where Nienum is from. It's on in Battlefront. It's oh, one of the yeah. Battlefront planets. Yeah, the, uh, I it has it has lava. It did look like Solist, Liam. You're right. Um, I think it did look more like Solist than 
Mustafar. I would not be surprised if that was Sullust. Um, well, but how cool did that castle look? It did say the names of the planets. But why didn't it say the names? It didn't on that. I know. They're going to keep it a mystery, maybe. That was kind of cool that it told us the name of the planets, huh? Yeah. That's something we've never seen in Star Wars. Oh. Of course, we didn't get an opening crawl. We didn't even get a Star Wars. We got a Rogue One, but it didn't do the it's Star like Wars music. thing, right? Yeah, different music. Totally different music. Although, that's the first time you see Vader and he's in that back to tank, and you can't really see him, but the music is the music from A New Hope. Right? Because A New Hope doesn't have the Imperial March in it. It just has that theme. That's like the Daddy. Vader's theme. Yeah, Liam. What is Krennic's theme again? I don't know. <laughs> it's hard. I don't know. We've only seen it once. I can't think so of it. The, the, da, 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 or whatever. Yeah. That sounds like a lot like um, entering of the Rebellion. Wait, what is it in the episode? That one? Yeah. Oh, that's the Resistance theme. March of the Resistance, right? Yeah, I guess there's a little bit of similarity there, but not too much. So we talked earlier, of course, about who we thought was going to die. That was a question and answer on our question and answer council. And we were all wrong. Because all of them died. And, and, and they died to get the plans to the rebellion so they could defeat the Death Star. So... They sacrificed their life for the whole entire world. Right. I would sacrifice my and life for the whole entire world. For the whole entire world. And you know, I remember like this same... You know, this time last year, we were talking about Hondine. And how, for me, it was not... It wasn't a sacrifice. I didn't see it as a sacrifice. I saw Han's death as just a horrible thing that happened. He didn't give his life to save someone else or anything like that. He was trying to save his son, but he didn't. But these rebels gave their lives to save the galaxy. You know? A lot like the rebel pilots do, you know, when they're attacking the Death Star too, right? You know, they die and... Anna, this one's kind of hitting you hard, huh? I can tell it's hitting you hard, and that's okay. That's fine. I think also you're tired, and that's part of it too. But, but yeah, you know, we we kind of seemed like we were getting to know these characters before we even saw the movie, and I think that's for us. That's different for us than for most other people, right? Most other people don't didn't know anything about these characters walking into the movie early, you know. But since we're big Star Wars fans and have a podcast and stuff we talked about them a lot so it kind of made us feel like we knew them maybe right so yeah um one thing that a lot of people wanted to see with this movie was vader and vader actually being like a horrible power right and boy was he ever wow that was quite the vader scene that was like something out of a video game that was ridiculous. What did he do? When he was killing all the rebels in that hallway. The way he forced the guy out of the ceiling and grabbed all the guns out of their hands and they I think did he did he take a blaster bolt and shoot it back at somebody with his hand? I think so. I think so. I don't know. I but holy 
I mean, it's to see that from Vader, finally. A lot of people have been wanting to see stuff like that because they knew he should be able to do it, right? And we've seen it in Rebels a little bit now, right? We've seen him in action in Rebels, but to see it in a movie, and he sounded so good, James Earl Jones. That was amazing. I I, I think in Rebels, he doesn't sound quite as good as, as he does in the movies. I'm not quite sure why that is. Something about Rebels, Vader, even though it's still James Earl Jones, doesn't sound as good, but this Vader sounded perfect. Brilliant. And Krennic? What the heck? I couldn't believe, I almost screamed when I saw him. How did they do that? Not Krennic, I mean Tarkin. How did they do that? That was a different actor. What? That was an actor playing Tarkin, but I think what they did, they did digital stuff on his face to make him look more like Peter Cushing, right? More like the original Tarkin. I mean, obviously they did that with Carrie Fisher. That was Carrie Fisher, I think. I mean, I didn't, I didn't see the credits, but I asked the guy sitting next to me, and he was reading them really closely. Um, and he said, yeah, that was Carrie Fisher. No, 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 it was made on the computer. Yeah, but it was Carrie Fisher acting, and they de-aged her in the computer, right? They made her look through the computer. They made her look younger. And holy did she look good. That was amazing. I am all, I am so, like, I am sold on that now. Remember how we talked about, like, did we want someone to play Tarkin who wasn't Peter Cushing, or did we want them to do computer effects? We talked about this in an earlier episode. Remember that? Well... I think computer effects are, they win. I mean, obviously, someone did play him, and whoever did it was awesome. And they probably did a lot with makeup. Maybe it was all makeup. Is that possible? I have no idea. I assume it was computer. Maybe not. I don't know. So... Are you saying, so basically right now, it seems like you're saying that man can't look anything like Tarkin. They had to put... Sing all things all over him, so he made like to put makeup on and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Peter Christian is a very distinct face. I know, but so you're saying basically that he can't look at all like Tarkin, so they have to put all makeup. On. That's not try. He's not trying to offend that actor. Oh. That was a good actor. Oh he right. Just doesn't look that much like Tarkin. Right, right. No one looks like Peter Christian. I mean, like you have to do makeup to make him look like that, or you and do it in the computer. computer either way, I'm not sure which one they did, but. Um, Wow. Well, it is almost 10 o'clock. Um, what, what do you guys have to say? I mean, Liam, do you have any final words? I thought, I kind of predicted that this might be your favorite Star Wars movie of all time. And you predicted that too. And the more I thought about it, the more I thought, yeah, it might be. So what do you think, Liam? I mean, on first view, what'd you think about it? Good. Just general thoughts. Awesome. Yeah? Sad. Sad. What'd you think of the battles? good cool cool what was your favorite part do you have a favorite part yet no no anna what was your favorite part um i don't have a favorite part but yes. it was super super sad which made it super awesome it was super sad it made me super emotional which makes it super awesome <laughs> i'm glad that you can see it that way even though you're still emotional about it it's super awesome because it made you super emotional yeah yeah. That's a very mature way of looking at it. You're not mad at the movie, right? No. You're you're you know how good it is. Mm -hmm. And you're still in your emotional about it and that's part of it. it's goodness. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Just wow. 
and oh they even had red leader and gold leader like how did they do that like, i'm just i don't know how they made everything look so good but wow well we'll have more to talk about we might record some tomorrow or i might just put all the stuff that we recorded today out as a really quick reaction episode yeah all right well let's get home and get to bed it's late all right So we are back at home. It is Friday, December 16th, the day after Rogue One. Although this is actually the opening day, right? So we, we thought of last night as the opening night, but really it was sort of like the preview night, right? So a lot of yeah. people call, you know, the 16th is going to be the actual opening night. So we've had some time to think about it. We've slept on it, although I didn't sleep as much as I would have liked to because I stayed up till after 2 o'clock last night. Um, Why? Because I was reading about it. Um, <laughs> I'm part of this Facebook group called, uh, what is it called? The Podcast Alliance or something like that. I can't remember now. Star Wars Podcast Alliance, I think. Um, where it's a lot of podcasters, but also podcast listeners. Actually, if you're on Facebook and you want to get in on this group, it's a really, really yeah. cool group. Um, what's it called again? Let me let me Do just uh, let me just double check. I don't want to give the wrong name out. Um it is called uh, Star Wars Podcast Alliance. I was right. Um, so there's a lot of really great, uh, just, you know, a lot of fun discussion in there and everything. So um, most of it's fun. Some of it's a little bit like, oh, this is, oh, you know, politics. Not not like politics, like United States politics, but politics between fans, you know, like, like, uh, I'm this kind of fan, and I'm this kind of fan, which, anyway, whatever. For the most part, it's awesome. So, uh, I would say, uh, join, and, uh, yeah, it's good stuff. So, yeah, I was reading that stuff, and I was just kind of writing up some show notes, and I edited the audio that we took last night. Um, but, yeah, I had some time to think about it. And, you know, we haven't talked about it today. It's already 2 o'clock p.m. You both stayed home from school, Anna, because you did have a fever early in the morning, Although we think you're out of the woods now, which is pretty nice. Mostly. Yeah. And uh, and then Liam, you had a kind of a really gross cough this morning. And I was just like, you just don't have to go to school. That's okay. And also you didn't get that much, as much sleep as I usually do last night. And because we were up late and I, we just kind of, we, I, I, I called an audible. Off. I called, uh, I call it's, it's my right as a father to, uh, uh what, 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 what? <laughs> no, it's my right as a father to, to audible? an audible that's in, in, uh, in football, when the quarterback the quarterback can call an audible, that I means no that they. The quarterback uh, is so. Oh. No <laughs> this to me. Okay, that's just stop talking oh, about dumb. Just, the quarterback's the one who throws the ball. Oh, okay, <laughs> yes. all right. Yeah, so if he wants to change the play, like halfway in between his count, you know, saying like, "Ready, set, hut," you know, he might change the he might change the play, so he calls an audible. And that will change what play they're going to do, right? So I called an audible. Liam, you, I was planning on sending you to school this morning or driving you there. But I called an audible and you stayed home. And uh, for anyone listening who doesn't know anything about football, you just learned something. 
Uh, how and and me like teaching? Me. Yeah. I don't know anything and about football. Me, great. I think anyone who knows me will get a kick out of the fact that I could possibly teach someone anything about football. <laughs> and they probably could correct me too. Like maybe I'm using the word audible wrong. It's totally possible. <laughs> uh, so, so yes, we're going to talk about this movie now because we've had a little bit of time, and uh, we're just going to go through some things like the tone of the movie, like how it felt. You know, um, was it a happy movie? Was it a dark movie? Was it a grim dark, like Batman movies where it's always dark and everything is gray and black? Or was it, uh, did it have a Star Wars-y tone? Or did it have a, a war movie tone, right? And, and you guys haven't really watched. Well, you know what? Last night you probably watched your first war movie. Anna, the closest you've come is watching The Hunger Games, although I wouldn't really consider that a war movie. Oh. Um, how is it not a war movie? Yeah. Um, it's more of a mm, survival a movie. movie. Um, yeah. We never thought about a war movie. Rogue One mm. wasn't a war movie. Rogue One was pretty much a war movie. We did a, we saw a trailer for a war movie. Yes, and like I remember what that was called now. Dunkirk. That's the name of that movie. By Christopher Nolan, who, by the way, made uh, two, no, three Batman movies. Really good uh, Batman movies, actually. Which were very dark, but also very well done. Um, unlike some other Batman movies. Uh, so, yeah, Dunkirk. That looks really brutal, you know? And that's going to be rated R, obviously. You saw a PG-13 war movie set in the Star Wars galaxy. I mean, it was a war movie. It had all the elements. It had kind of like being a spy. It had the the big battle at the end, and it had sacrifice, and it had, uh, you know, some hope, but also some like, boy, these are the horrible things that happen in war kind of stuff. And, you know, um, I think it was Steven Spielberg who said, uh, every war movie is an anti-war movie. If it's not, then it, it's not made correctly. <laughs> That's you know? nice. Yeah. Um, it's anti? What do you mean? Yeah, like it, it doesn't... It, uh, a good war movie doesn't glorify war. It doesn't make it seem like, oh, I want to go fight in that war, you know? Which is why Star Wars movies are not war movies, except for this one. Because I think Star Wars movies, like, you get, like, this... Everybody's cheering when the Death Star blows up and, you know, woohoo, we did it. You know, we saved the day. And, and, no at the, and at the end, everyone's, you know, standing for a portrait and Lando's clapping in the background and everyone's smiling and nobody dies. And Right. Um, Rogue One is, is a different Star yeah, Wars movie. It's a little bit different. Yeah, it's just a little bit different from that. Yeah. Tiny yeah, there's, there's no, there's no group, uh, you know, I guess they, they could all be Force Ghosts, maybe at the end. <laughs> Um, but it definitely but no. did seem like a Star Wars movie. It did feel like a Star Wars yeah. movie to you? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, me too. Me too. It really it really, it really, had its foot in both camps. A Star Wars movie and a war movie. And I think the humor really made it a Star Wars movie. It was so funny. There was some was really, really good humor. Giving mean, K2 pretty much everything out of his mouth was so funny. Um, did you know that wasn't me? <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, he's like, yeah. I should have, I should just go back to the ship. <laughs> you know, like I saved all of your lives. Yep. I should have stayed on the ship. <laughs> I really liked you when they put the bag over Chirrut's head. Oh, that was hilarious. Like, Seriously? Everyone, everyone in the theater just started cracking oh, up. That was so It was funny. like, are you kidding me? I'm blind. I didn't even, until he said that, I mean, granted it was only a split second, but I didn't think like, why are they doing that to him? 
You know, he had to point it out. And then I'm like, oh, of course. You know, <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, that was so good. That was so good. I like um, K2SO. Uh, like when K2 when K2SO is like, and there's a flash, and there's a fresh one if you mouth off again. Yes. That's awesome. That was fun. So or oh, when... and also when um, and he's like, sorry about the slap. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> and then also he did when... seem like he was actually sorry too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then also when Jin, when Jin and Cassian were telling him to stay on the sh- when telling K two to stay on the ship, yeah. and then he was like, "I'm an imperial droid. They're not going to suspect anything from me." Yeah. And then. And then Jin's like, or some something. And she then, said, "Half of the people want to reprogram you, and half of you, half of them want to shoot you." No, and then half of them want to drill a hole in your head. Oh sure, okay. And then there's something that he says, and then she's not. I'm says, "I'm not worried about them hitting you. I'm worried about them missing and hitting me." <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> oh. It's good stuff. Or or when he said, uh, what was it, uh, everybody would, if they don't get through the shields, they'll be, you know, their ship will be blown up and they'll be left to die in the vacuum of space. He's like, not me. <laughs> no, no, he's like, oh, great, I can survive in space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then all the others are like, oh my gosh, but we can't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they don't so, actually say that, but that's probably what they're thinking. Right, of course. Do you think it looked like a Star Wars movie? Yes. Yes. Definitely. I mean, that... Wow. Was awesome. Holy. It looked so good. And what do you think? So we went in 3D IMAX. I know you were both kind of a little worried about that. Uh, what did you think? It looked great, but at times it was really annoying with the glasses. Yeah. And at times it was a little blurry on the screen. But you, you know why it would be blurry? Yeah, even with the glasses. If you if you tilted your head okay. a little bit to side to side, that's probably then it would why. get blurry. Yeah, and I, I know you that. were kind of I tired. wanted to do that. You a lot, wanted to like lay so. down and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Really I was doing that. Yeah, lot. yeah. I'm like, why is it so blurry? And yeah, you have to straighten your head out and look at it That's straight annoying. on. Yeah, otherwise, because the, the images don't work otherwise, yeah. So hopefully that won't be a problem when we see it on Sunday because it's going to be in the morning and we won't be so tired. Right. Yeah, yeah. But last night, yeah, last night you guys were pretty tired. And I honestly thought you fell asleep. Like you were so I still. I was feeling like I was almost <laughs> falling asleep. <laughs> like there's no way you could that fall asleep. That would be horrible. You would wake her up, right? I would probably wake her up, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't want him to wake me up. I would be like. And then, and then he was like, be like, well, she's sleeping. I'll just let her sleep. And you'd be like, what did I miss? Oh, only everybody dying. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it would be like, but I would be just sleeping, and you would be like, mm, she's just sleeping peacefully, let me just watch. And then at the end, you woke me up, and I was like, hmm? And then, and then, he was like, it's done, it was really good. And then I would be like, you didn't wake me up for a whole half of a new Star Wars movie. This is like the hypothetical, what would have happened if you fell asleep? Yeah. And okay, okay. You're you're speaking like it did happen, which I suppose in some alternate universe possibly it did, right? <laughs> Maybe you're just talking about what happened in Earth Two or whatever, you know, or Earth two thousand and fifty four. Ah, an even number three for a loop there, didn't you? You thought I was going to say fifty three, but I didn't. I said fifty four. Anyway, so. Um, at the end of the movie, you know, I was just like holding in. I think maybe I mentioned this last night. I can't remember, but I was just like bottling up my 
like I just wanted to scream because there were so many parts that I, I just wanted to be like, ah, you know, and, and I mentioned that last night. So at the end of the movie, at the end, when the credits rolled, I just screamed and I just started clapping and I just had to let it out. And I did that for like five seconds. And then I realized that like, to my right, Anna, you were not moving at all. And I was like, Oh, I mean, I'm super happy. And I thought that was great, but here's Anna over here and she's not, not happy. So I kind of felt bad about that. Like you were probably looking at me like, what are you so happy about? Didn't you even say something? You were just like, what? <laughs> I'm no, like, what? It's a good. No, you didn't. And Liam, I, you kind of came knew. running over with a smile on your face, but you were also a little, you know, a little sad, but you weren't crying. Right? I kind of had tears in my eyes at the end of the movie. Like your eyes kind of watery. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that happened when for me when, when Shirat died. That was the tear-jerking moment for me. And Yeah, because yeah. he's just walking through the sand. He's just saying, I- I'm one with the force and the force is with me. And he just says yeah. it over and over yeah. again. And he just feels. Mm-hmm. And he pulls the switch down. Yeah. And he does it. And then Baze is like so sad. So he runs up. And then he starts, and then he does, he doesn't say the exact same Chirrut says. No, he doesn't. Because Chirrut says, I'm one with the force and the force is with me. And Baze says, um, the force is with me and I'm one with the force. Oh, wow. That's and, a very small difference. Yeah. But you caught that. Yeah, and I he's walking. And he's walking away and he does that and then someone tries to get him. Uh. He just shoots everyone. Oh right, and he and doesn't then, even realize. But he gets shot a couple times, which is why he can't run away when that when that detonator is going to go off. But you know, and like I think about it, and I think like those deaths are, so, and we'll talk about the deaths in a little bit. Everybody would have died anyway, right? Because the Death Star, you know, blew up the whole area. What's up, Anna? I think the saddest death after um, Jaden Kaskin's death mm-hmm. was Baze's death. Mm. Because he was, it was so sad when Satira yeah. died. It just mm-hmm. it hit me hard, and it hit him hard. Oh it, yeah, like he was like his brother, basically. They were either really good friends or they were partners, right? Like in a relationship yeah. together. You know, uh, they never really said, but there's there's there was definitely either way there was love between them. They loved each other, you know, whether it be if they were related, like if they or, weren't. Right, friends or related or husbands or, you know, like, we don't know. Saddest to least saddest. Well, we'll talk about the deaths uh, a little bit. super sad, but can I just write it right now? Let's talk about the deaths right now. Why not? Sure. Okay, so it goes Cassie and Jana. For the saddest. Then Chirrut. Uh-huh. Then, well, Baze and Chirrut are tied. Okay. And then, and then it's probably, I'm going to include. You got got Bodhi and K2. Yeah, I'm gonna include, and then it's probably Bodhi, and then it's probably K two, and oh really? Well, actually, it, and then it's um after um Baze, it's um what's his name? What's Krennic? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's the least I said. Um, Jillian so sad. I'm Galen. Oh, Galen. And then Bodhi and K two S O are tied, mm-hmm. and then it's Krennic. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe way after that. Way after, yeah. <laughs> then it's all of the unnamed rebels. And then it's Krennic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anna, way you... after all of the unnamed rebels. <laughs> did you have any desire to rank the deaths of sure. from saddest to least sad? Yeah, I'll Anna? do that. Okay, sure. It's definitely Cassian and Jen, Cassian and Jin yeah. are first. And then it's um, Baze and Chirrut, 
together mm-hmm. okay. for a second. Sure. And then, I don't know why, but K2SO's death was really hard for me. Mm-hmm. I think him and Galen tied. Yeah. So almost the same. And then Bodie's was... it. Was, uh, we didn't even... We didn't see him die. Well, thankfully. So that was probably <laughs> one of the least saddest. Yeah. And then it was all the rebel soldiers, and way, right. way, way after that was Krennic. <laughs> same. Um, That's yeah. almost the same with me, but yeah, yeah I think K2 and oh. Galen are tied. Yeah, no, then it's all and it's all of the rebellion soldiers. Mm-hmm. Then it's all the after that. All the imperial soldiers way too. After, like way after that, but mm-hmm. definitely not as far as Krennic. Yeah. Were all the imperial soldiers, mm-hmm. and then it was way after that Krennic. Sure, gotcha. Yeah, same. <laughs> I am. Um, I don't think that I'll be able to rank them. I don't know. I, I kind of agree with what both of you said. My only thing I think that I would switch or that I, I feel strongly about is uh, Chirrut's death for me is the top. And it isn't necessarily because of, of Chirrut, the way he died, but it was the way Baze reacted. Just killed me. <laughs> I mean, just the way he picked up that prayer, that chant, and the way he just started saying it. you know. And, and earlier he was kind of making fun of the Force in the movie a little bit, saying, like, yeah, this guy believes that stuff. You yeah, know? I and, think Jin Ka- uh, Jin and Cassian and, um, and Jin and Cassian died at the same time, so oh. they're tied with Jared, and then it's Brazen. Mm, sure, sure. You know what? I kind of maybe think that, too, now that you... Not now that you say it's not the way that he died, but the way that Reese reacted when he died. That's probably yeah tied for my top three. Yeah, I mean, for me, it was the one that made me cry. So I have to put that at the top. All of them made me cry except for Bodhi's death. Yeah, I mean, we don't really get to know him at all. Well, we Bodhi, and then Hmm, after Bodhi, and then I never cried. But then yeah. K2, I, I don't know why, that just Same. hit me hard. Like, Well, because it was a slow death, and you got to see him get, you. he got shot over and over again. Yeah, and then when you just, just saw him laying yeah, down yeah. with that bullet in his chest, it was right. so sad. Although, I wonder, you know, like, his processor is probably still somewhat intact. We programmed a new so, one. <laughs> right, Name K2. Someone... What comes after all in the alphabet? P. P. Okay, so K2... SP. SP. K2SP. SP. Right. An SP. Alright. That's a suppressive person. But it would be another In K2 super. Scientology. Person. That's so funny that I I know that because I read a power. book about Scientology no, once. Super anyway, power. superpower. Super there you go. Much better. Superpower. <laughs> <laughs> Any good I like how Cassian just calls K2SOK. He does call him K. Yeah, that was kind of surprising. I think we heard that once in one of the trailers and we were like, did he just call him K? Yep, he did. And I also really like how he's so attached to K2SO, even though he's just a droid. Well, not just a droid. I was attached to him, too. Like, he was super awesome. I love that character. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, mean, it makes sense, right? Uh, It reminded me of Anakin and R2. Hmm. The way Anakin was very attached to R2 uh, in the Clone Wars, at least. But why wasn't he attached to C-3PO if he made him? C-3PO is just annoying. At times. I'm joking. You're right, though. Um, I don't know. He's not as helpful, I guess. So, like we talked about, there was no opening crawl, but we were okay with that. I think, did we talk about this last night? Nope. Um, Instead of a star field and pan down to a planet, it was a 
planet and pan up to a star field, which we is pretty cool. We talked about that. Yeah. Um, I think we talked about that, with, but not recording, maybe. I don't even remember. Maybe. Ugh, it's all a blur Let's just talk night. about it but, all again, um, then. But it was cool, because then we saw those rings, too, right? I was like, what is that? Oh, it's the rings of the planet. Um, yeah. What do you guys... How about the music? I think we talked about that a little bit, but... I like I'm, the I'm music hearing, you know, different people saying they didn't like it, and people saying they did like it. A lot of people said after The Force Awakens that they didn't like the music, but then after they watched it a couple more times, they're like, this music's awesome. So, for uh, me, like, I didn't... I noticed it, and I liked it, but... Um, I just don't know it yet. You know, maybe once I know it, I'll like it just as much. I'm not sure. Yeah, same with me. Yeah. Liam? When when Craddock shut at the very beginning, when Craddock Shuttle yeah. is flying on the thing, mm-hmm. flying on the ring, Yeah. Um, it seems like he was in one of the um, Hooper Space lanes. <laughs> <laughs> you thought maybe he was, he was in Hooper Space, huh? Yeah, in one of the Hooper Space lines. Uh, for, for anyone who didn't listen to our Catalyst uh, discussion yeah, last the, week. And Jen calls Hyperspace Hooper Space. Yeah, little, little young Jen. Yes, and young then Soccer X her saying uh, Hyperspace. I think, but yes. I think actually he says it more like Hyperspace. Although by then, I don't think at that point he had, a, he had to use his respirator. I think he was... More in good condition, so... Okay, okay, okay. Hyperspace. <laughs> um, but yes. So, but yes. so we saw um, the planet names on the screen. What do you guys think of that? That was not something we've ever seen in Star Wars. That was but it's interesting. It yeah. was cool. I liked it. Yeah, it was kind of nice and to know. And it said what, where the planets were, what they were. Yeah. Probably and because then, it was a standalone movie and people it, weren't really, like, paying attention to it as much. Maybe, but yeah. But it didn't show... It didn't show the planet that um, that Vader's castle was on. It didn't say what that planet was. It has been revealed on Twitter, at least, that uh, by Pablo Hidalgo that that was Mustafar. We know that now. What? I yep. thought it was. I thought, you it, thought was it was Solus. Yeah. It did look and more that like Solus. Look like Mustafar. Well, I mean, you know, there's different parts of Mustafar. It's not all gonna look exactly the same, right? It's not all almost gonna be lava. That was only no, the part that we saw. Broke, he. Build his uh, castle on the planet he died. Yep, I just uh, on this side. in this Star Wars podcast group I uh, on Facebook, um, I had mentioned that it's it's the uh, it's the castle equivalent of punching yourself in your wound over and over again, <laughs> right? Like the way Kylo would punch himself in his wound and use that yucky. use that uh, that anger to fuel the dark side, right? That was well, so how about putting Vader? And actually, um, it was revealed uh, in the visual guide, which I know because someone took a photo of it and put it online, um, in the visual guide for for uh, Rogue One, uh, it says that the Emperor makes Vader live there, <laughs> right? Because he knows that, that this constant reminder of his failure is going to make him angry, and the anger will fuel the dark side. So we see Vader in his castle, and we talked about this a little last night too, but... Uh, He's in a back to tank, and then there's a like an acolyte or something. He's got like a butler. Back to tank. That was a back to tank, I think, that he was in. It must just kind of uh, refresh him, you know, and give him some energy or something. I don't know. Does Vader eat? I have no idea. Right? Maybe he doesn't eat. Maybe he just floats in back to, and that's interesting. He has to do that once a week or something. I don't know. That actually might be yeah. true. Um, I don't know if there's such thing as weeks in Star Wars. <laughs> Well, one standard week, 
I think is, is they do, they do say weeks and months in Star Wars. Um, and I think it's based on like, uh, the Coruscant calendar, which conveniently is almost the same as the earth calendar. So, so we can talk about time in Star Wars and have it make sense. And, but of course time, you know, yeah. When you're moving through hyperspace, uh, hyperspace, hyperspace, time should be, you know, sort of, uh, in flux, right? There's all this stuff with faster than light travel and where you can get to somewhere before you leave, you know, if you're traveling faster than light that Star Wars just doesn't deal with. So it's fine that they say weeks and months and that it doesn't really make sense because it's not, um, you know, hard science fiction. It's science fantasy and it doesn't all have to make sense. So, um, Daddy? Yeah. I wonder how Bill Nye liked this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wonder. <laughs> I wonder. That's a good question because we saw Bill Nye at the red carpet premiere, right? He was. Yeah. He was there. Bill Nye, the science guy. Bill, 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 the science guy. I'm starting to wonder whether or not we can have a Star Wars movie where none of the good guys die. <laughs> um, no, never allowed. So right now we're we're zero for two in the uh, the new with the new movies. Uh, zero out of two. Um, I, I I don't think episode eight is gonna have a super happy ending because it's the middle movie. Um, Han Solo maybe. That should be a fun kind of romp, a little little fun thing where well, we know Han and Lando won't die at least, right? <laughs> Good. So although you know we're gonna be introduced to new characters and who knows what's gonna happen to them. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean. Love this movie, but, ugh, you know, it's like, Star Wars movies used to be a little, a little easier to watch. So, there are, um, so we talked last night about, uh, General Sindula. Please report to the something room or whatever, right? General Sindula. General Sindula. I said it twice, you know, just in case you missed it the first time. Um, but there are other rebels, um, cameos or, or, or Easter eggs in this movie and I'm going to just say when they are so that when we go on Sunday and whenever you dear listener uh, go again Wait, uh, you can you can find them what so Easter eggs, which is like and, little things that are hidden sure hidden things in the in the movie column Easter eggs so people have said that when that communications guy runs out to Mon Mothma right remember he gets the message and he runs out of the temple yeah. and to catch up to Mon Mothma he when he runs out if you look to the left i believe you can see really quick chopper rolling by yeah also when when they first when jin and her crew first land on yavin on yavin 4 um to the left when they're landing I think it's to the left. I'm not sure uh, because I don't. I never actually saw this, but I'm just reading this online. I've seen people talk about this. Uh, you can see the ghost on Yavin, just parked on Yavin, cool. and then the one image that you can see actually when you when you watch a trailer, uh, one of the trailers. Which which trailer was that? Did I still have that one up? It was that. It's the if you Google or if you look on YouTube, it's the Rogue One uh tv spot number 26 <laughs> what um yeah it's you called can... the ghost Twi well 2016. yeah this is on comicbook.com's youtube page anyway so you, you could see the ghost in one of the trailers and we're gonna look for that when we see the movie on sunday hopefully we'll find it um so we talked about princess leia and who played her um 
and I believe it, it, it has not been confirmed by Lucasfilm yet, but it is on IMDb and I've seen some other kind of sort of confirmations, but not, not really, you know, I wouldn't say for sure, but, uh, it sounds like it's an actor named Ingvid Dila, Ingvid Dila, who is, I believe a Scandinavian actor, um, played Princess Leia in this movie, I guess. And then they, you know, with CGI, they kind of CGI'd Carrie Fisher's young face over her face, I'm assuming. I'm not quite sure. Hmm. Right? So, pretty cool. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing people having a problem with Tarkin and Leia. What did you guys think? Did you think, like, if you didn't know Peter Cushing was dead, would you think, oh, that's Peter Cushing playing Tarkin? Um, yeah. Yeah, Liam? Yeah. Um... You didn't think he looked weird or not real at all? No. No. And and how about Leia? She looked like a young Leia. Looked like Leia, right? From A New Hope? Yeah. I think they did really, really great. But then, I don't know, like... Tarkin looked better than Leia, I think. Me too. Okay, yeah. A little okay. better. Um, but I guess people people are having an issue with it, um, thinking they, they looked fake. I I don't know. If anything, Tarkin... Know. If anything, I think Tarkin looked too real. Like, if you, like, um, he just, I don't know, like, uh, maybe his eyes were a little more bloodshot than they usually are. Like, he had a little more red kind of bags under his eyes than he did in A New Hope. Um, yeah. Uh, his face looked real to me. CGI or, um, makeup looks better than, looks better than a real person? Well, no. Um, hmm. Maybe. Because actual actors, you know, they wear makeup when they are acting. And and then if you do it in the computer, maybe you would do, like, a face how it would look when they're not wearing makeup. So you would... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I am saying that, Liam. <laughs> I don't know. So I've said before, earlier, like, it was probably a year ago almost, actually over a year ago, that I always kind of want my Star Wars to be black and white. Like, I want the good guys to be good and the bad guys to be bad, right? And that's one of the things that I've liked about Star Wars, is that I don't have to, like, think a bunch about whether or not the good guys are actually good, right? Uh, I like that in other movies, uh, moral ambiguity, right? It's ambiguous. That means you can't really tell which way it is. And moral, of course, morality, right? So moral ambiguity is not something that we've had much of in Star Wars. I mean, I guess if you analyze it enough, you could say, like, was it moral to blow up the Death Star when there were so many people on board who maybe were just there because they they thought it was the right thing to do? They didn't realize the horrible things the Death Star was doing. Um, I like I moral ambiguity or whatever it's called. You like moral ambi ambi ambiguity? <laughs> yeah. Ambiguity. Repeat it with me, kids. Ambiguity. ambiguity. All right. Um, well, yeah, I mean, you are reading The Hunger Games, so <laughs> there's quite a bit of moral ambiguity in those books, that's for sure. I've um, and I'm reading them again. Cool. In Rogue One, I would say the bad guys are definitely bad. Definitely. The good guys are kind of grayish, white. The good guys aren't always the great... Yeah, they're not always the greatest. So there, so there are rebels out there who aren't part of the Rebel Alliance. And those are Saw Gerrera's partisans, right? And we heard about his partisans from Callus in that Rebels episode when Callus is talking to Zeb and Callus the Imperial is telling Zeb the Rebel that Saw Gerrera's partisans, you know, are, are terrorists. You know, they, they, they just killed all of the Imperials and, and didn't, uh, 
and it was brutal, you know, like they were just there to try to keep the peace. And these people came and, you know, of course that's from Callus's point of view, but, um, but it does seem like they're not above, you know, Wait, why are we talking about Callus? Well, because Callus talked about Sagarera and he talked about Saw's partisans and that's the name of his group, right? They don't call themselves rebels. They call themselves partisans. And, um, we heard about Sagarera's partisans in Bloodline, even, which takes place, what, six years before The Force Awakens. What? There was a senator who was telling Leia that the rebels weren't all, you know, what you think they were. Some of them were were horrible, like Sagarera's partisans. I mean, they did this horrible thing on this planet over here, right? And they used them as an example of, you know, their tactics were very violent, and they didn't mind if some innocent people... Got hurt in the process. Like Jet. Like From Jets Avatar. on Avatar. That's right. That's that. That's right. Yeah, like Jet on Avatar: The Last Airbender. Yeah, and I w- I don't think that this movie necessarily says anything about whether or not Saw's partisans are good or bad. This movie just leaves it up to us. There's no, um, there's no like nice and, and clean and tidy sort of like these people are doing it wrong and these rebels over here are doing it right. In fact, we see Cassian Andor kill two of Saw's partisans. He kills two rebels. He does? At the beginning of the movie, he meets with that guy who tells him that there's a, a, a Imperial pilot who defected and he's got to get back to Onderon. So this person is one of Saw's partisans. Or at least work, or at least works with them, right? And he tells Cassian this, and Cassian says thanks, and then shoots him in the back. Why? <laughs> because he's no, no, one no. of Saw's partisans. Wait, wait! At the very beginning. At, yeah. You mean when the stormtroopers are when they're in that place? Yep, and the stormtroopers are coming for them, and the guy's like, "I can't climb out of here. My leg's bad." And Saw just shoots him. No, that's not, not Saw. I mean, Cassian shoots him. No, not Cassian. It's the. Isn't that the... Bodhi? No, isn't that the stormtroopers that shoot him? No. It wasn't. Cassian mm. shot him in the back. But he said he shot two people. Yeah, and then he shot another one of Saw's partisans on Jeddah. Yeah. There was a partisan kind of uh, running along a catwalk up high, and he was going to throw a bomb down at the tank. Oh! And Cassian shot him. And there was another one. That was three. Because there was one right standing right by the tank about to shoot, and then Cassian shoots him. Does he? Does he? Okay, so Cassian... three? So I think what Cassian's thinking, right? And Cassian has been told by the rebels, by the Alliance, that Saw Saw Guerrero's partisans are not part of the Alliance, and they are our enemies also. Because the way they are fighting is is, um, not safe. They are throwing bombs in the middle of cities where innocent people could get hurt, right? They are provoking the Empire into attacking civilians, right? Why? Which is kind of true. But they're not telling them to do this. No, they're provoking them, though. They're doing things to make What's the Empire... What's that mean? So a provoke is like poking someone with a stick. You and want then, them to and get you mad want at them you. to get mad at you. And they're provoking the Empire to attack and occupy cities. I mean, hmm, 
Well, the Empire was already there, so it's not like they invited the Empire to come. But the Empire was there, and they probably weren't, you know, roughing up people in the streets until the Partisans started fighting back. And that's when they started clamping down and, you know, f forcing people to, uh, you know, go inside. Yeah, yeah, but, but the thing is, like, that's, that is, it's a valid, that's a valid form of, of resistance and of rebellion, what Cham and his group were doing. Cham? Cham. Isn't that funny that I said Cham? I think I read Cham because I was wondering if that Twi'lek we saw in, uh, in Saw's little, uh, cave there. I wonder if that was Cham. No. It could have been. Could have been. It didn't look anything. It didn't. He was kind of skinny and, and didn't look quite like he him, but... green! Oh, no, he was about the same color. Oh, he Pretty was sure. <laughs> anyway, so... So I was texting with Evan because he wants to know whether or not um, he should go with his his son who is turning five, and I said, "You should you should see it first, because I think, you know, there's nothing like super gory. There's a lot of death, but not not a ton of blood, but like the themes are really." Um, I said what I said was morally um, confusing almost. I felt. Um, like in my gut, I felt a little uneasy, uncomfortable, right? About, especially with how Cassian was acting. I mean, granted, I think it was, he was following orders, but then the people in the Empire say the same thing. In fact, that's actually what Jin throws back in his face. It's like, you sound like an Imperial. I'm just following orders, right? And and that one guy back at Yavin who gave him the order to kill Galen, I feel like he he didn't have that authority. Like, Mon Mothma didn't tell him to do that, right? So I feel like that guy kind of was was um, abusing his power a little bit, right? And saying, like, this is what I want, I think should happen, so this is what you need to do. Um, and th But then Cassian was going to follow orders, but then he didn't, right? So kind of like how Han Solo was, you know, a, a, a smuggler and a rogue and someone who broke the law and didn't really and care says... about the Empire and stuff, but then he, he, he ended up, you know, because he had friends, he ended up caring, right? He made friends and then he cared. And he said... He said, I had every chance to push that, to pull mm. that trigger, but I didn't. Right. Right. And that's a, that's a good point. I know? disobeyed orders, so something, something, something. So, yeah, I said, um, I'm, I'm just looking through these texts with Evan because I, I think it's interesting. Um, I'd say, you know, pre-screen it, watch it first. And I would say that for any parents of kids who are younger than 10, honestly, um, I'm glad that you kids could you could take it, uh, but you I honestly I think that um, me. no I didn't I didn't. Um, but if you're able to watch it first, I would say go for it, um, and then maybe at least you could prepare your kids a little better. Uh, so Evan said that morally confusing Star Wars sounds very interesting, and I said yeah it's sort of disorienting for me though in a Star Wars movie. Like I'm not used to that in a Star Wars movie. It makes me squirm. But like you said last night, Anna, it's a great movie because it made me emotional, right? And then Evan said, wow, now I really want to watch it. Because <laughs> so. you also said, Anna told me in tears last night, mm. it was good because it made me emotional. In tears last night, yes, yes. Yep. So, 
Um, do you think, and, I, and we have a little bit of distance now between last night and now, do you think that maybe it, it, it was kind of because you were sick and tired also? Maybe. <laughs> like, I feel like like it was not a good situation for you to watch that movie for the first time. It wasn't. <laughs> it really wasn't. But you, you wanted to see it. You I were determined to, to go, and I was determined to let you. So, <sighs> so, so maybe we saw Cham at Saw's. Maybe not. Probably not. Um, if we did, then that means he's dead. True. So, or actually, you know what? I think a lot of those partisans escaped because the rebels mm. escaped, right? Or, mm -hmm. You know, uh, Cassian's crew. But we were right. Saw's last words were, mm. save the rebellion, save the dream. Yes, yes. Uh, we, d we did not see a Dressalian at Saw's, which means we probably What's didn't. What's a Dressalian? Haas Obit. Crew oh, face, yeah. Crew, uh, from the catalyst uh, we didn't see him i don't think at least i'll have to look closer when we see it on sunday um i love that they were playing dejeric but it wasn't hollow dejeric it was actual dejeric <laughs> they were moving the actual pieces around the board that was hilarious it was so funny what do you think of that liam it was like a board game it was Star Wars. <laughs> it was well that's what cool. that's what cool. that's what dejeric is right but it was like a you know, well, you got to think. Hollow. Right, you have to think. Hollow game. Those those it games. Was like chess. It was actually like chess. Yeah, those games came from it's somewhere, right? Hollow Dejeric probably came from actual Dejeric, so it makes sense. But uh, what yeah, I liked it. There's no such thing as actual Dejeric. No, there isn't. Although actually, someone probably has figured out how to play it. And someone probably got it from chess. Oh yeah, yeah. It's basically hollow chess. That's another word for it. That's what I don't think they call that. Get that in Star Wars, but I think the Star Wars creators have yeah, because you have a team, and each monster mm -hmm. yep. uh -huh. is like the knight or the and sure maybe yeah. So speaking of Hass Obit, uh, do you think you kids would have liked this movie as much if we didn't have that Catalyst episode where I gave you the whole history of of uh, Krennic and Galen and and Jin as a child and how they knew Saw and all that stuff? No, I mean. That was a lot of information that really made this movie... More interesting. You think so? And more understanding. Right. Right. So, you think so too, Liam? It helped? Yeah. Well, what do you say then? Thank you. Yeah! <laughs> Thanks is right! You're welcome. If you're if you're thankful for that, maybe you could go on patreon.com slash children of the force and, and uh, you know, leave me a little bit of money, kids. Or... If you kids don't want to do it, maybe you could ask uh, our listeners to. Uh, That'd be nice. Sure. Speaking of, we have a special thank you at the end of this episode for a new listener who has donated to our Patreon, which is pretty awesome. But we'll get to that. Um, how cool was it seeing Coruscant in this movie? We saw Coruscant in this We did movie? see Coruscant. When? Oh. Yep, we did. And that flashback in the middle of the movie when Jin is remembering when she was even younger and they're at a party and, and, and Krennic is there. It's like Krennic and Jin's mom and dad are in this apartment. I don't remember that. Yeah, and then, and then Galen yeah. picks up Jin and he's like, it's okay, he's a friend. Remember? No? Oh, wow. I don't well, remember that. Out the windows, you see Coruscant. That's on, oh, that takes place on cool. Coruscant. Yeah. Oh, that is awesome. I just want to. I just want to watch this movie on our TV now. Like I want to be able to click, 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 click through it. But, but we'll see it in the theater at least one more time. Hopefully more. Like four more times. Well, we'll see. All right. So, 
we talked a long time ago when we had Nick from London on and he was talking about celebration and we talked about this thing that was spoiled at celebration that the actor for Baze Malbus was speaking and he spoiled something. And what he said was he said that he pointed to the actor who plays Chirrut um, and he said that he died. <laughs> what? Yes. Yes. So that was something so that I've known what, since. What, what was he saying? <laughs> he said something about how when he, when he, and, and, and he, you know, like I said, I think I, we were talking about this earlier today. His English um, is good for someone who doesn't, you know, that's not their first language. But still, you know, he's not fluent in the English, okay, right? Okay, okay. So he kind of, I think he said, like, when he die, Baze gets very mad or something like that. And when he said that, Alan Tudyk just goes, no, he shakes his head really fast. Like, no. no. And, and uh, so I always, I have a hard time remembering the name of, of Baze Malbus's um, actor. I think it's Zhang Wang, Zhang Wen. I'm going to look it up because I'm tired of not, I'm tired of not, um, not being able to pronounce it. So Zhang Wen, Zhang Wen. Yes. Uh, right. So I feel bad for the guy. I mean, it was a simple mistake. People make mistakes. It's not that big of a deal. Um, you know, I hope that, I hope that he didn't get in trouble for it or anything, but, but that was the spoiler. So now, you know, I know Liam, you've been, we've talked about that every once in a while and you've been wondering. So that's the one. That's a big spoiler. Yeah, it's pretty big. Although, you know, so many things were changed, I think, in this movie throughout the filming of it. That could have even changed. So I was like, yeah, maybe he will. Maybe he won't. Um, we know many things were changed because most of the stuff that was in the trailers wasn't in the movie. <laughs> so many things. So like, I saw a list. Someone things. made a list and uh, of, of things that were in the trailers. And it was, like, pages long. Yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to? No. Should we talk about them? No. no. You know, and yeah, that's interesting. It, yeah, it, actually, it's, yeah. You know what? Yeah. We're not going to. We why can talk about. We'll talk about it off the yeah. show. You know why? You know why? Because that has been kind of the focus of a lot of conversation today. Instead of just being happy about the movie, and I'm not going to get mad about that. That's you know what I chose to watch those trailers over and over again and be so invested in those trailers, and we chose that. We didn't have to choose that, but, you know, I am who I am, and of course I'm going to keep choosing that. But, um, I just, I just don't want to focus on it. I just, let's not focus on it today. Um, and just be happy about what we did get. Okay? Okay. Um, did we mention last night that Star Destroyer crashing into the other Star um, Destroyer? Yes, <laughs> And we how did. awesome that was, just like the, just the gnarled metal, just, you know, and it's just like... That was awesome. And, and it I, just falls into the shield. Yes. Ba, yes. Ba, ba, but you know, when I was watching that, as awesome as it looked, I, I had, like, in the back of my head, there was this little voice saying, you've seen something like this before. You have seen something. Like, I couldn't place it. I couldn't think about it. Today I was thinking about it again. We saw something like that in Rebels. Kind of. When they had that interdictor Star Destroyer, the one with uh, oh, yeah, the gravity the well they... that pulls ships out of hyperspace. Yeah. And then Chopper rigged it so that it... it, it pulled all of the ships around it into it and it was that glorious explosion of the, all those star destroyers crashing into each other 
And so also, we saw something similar. And also that time when they're both, when the two Star Destroyers are trying to trap the ghost, and then the ghost goes through it super fast, and they crash into each other and just blow up. Oh. Here, so the ghost is so the ghost is going that. through. It was so cool. Trying to think of two star destroyers, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the ghost is going through the middle, and they're gonna crash the ghost. Then oh. it goes out of the middle, and they're and they keep on going to the side because they were trying to catch the ghost, but it mm. went through already, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they bam, they okay. crash together and, okay. and explode. Yeah, I don't remember which episode that's from, but I don't either. But yeah, cool. <laughs> it was cool. Yeah. So Anna, you had something to say about uh, about the characters. What what did you have to say? It was funny how at times the movie seemed like it was taking such a long time. Oh yeah, and like then it was at, a little slow maybe. Right, and oh. then at other times yeah. it was like I'm not getting enough of this character. This character oh. just died. I did not get enough of them. I barely saw any of them, even though uh. you got got to know them throughout the years. Like it seems like you barely saw any of them <laughs> throughout the years. You mean like the lead up, kind of like yeah. learning about them and stuff. Yeah. Uh, which character do you feel like you didn't get to know enough about? Definitely not Sheridan Bays. Sheridan Bays. You want to see more of them? Yes. Oh, we just saw that there's a middle grade novel coming out about Sheridan Bays. So, awesome. Yeah. Yes. I can't wait for yeah. that to come out. I don't think that's out yet, but uh, I think it's going to come out soon, hopefully. Good. Yes, I'm looking forward to that one because I agree. I mean, I loved them and I feel like we did get they enough of them so to care. awesome. Yes, I, I agree. And they were, they were guarding, what was it? The Temple of the Wills is what it was, or the something, the Sanctum. Or something of the wills, and the wills goes back to like George Lucas's first draft of Star Wars, where everything that the movie is was written down in the Journal of the Wills, and the wills are like uh, these ancient force beings, right? Kind of like uh, I feel like maybe something like the like what we see on Mortis in the Clone in the Clone Wars, right? Um, yeah, really interesting, uh, and. And how does uh, how does Chirrut know that Jin is wearing a kyber crystal necklace? Right, he's not force sensitive, is he? Well, I I think that people who are who believe in the force and kind mm. of feel like they're connected uh-huh. to force can sense when someone has a like when someone has the force, yeah. or when they have like. Or when they're strong with the force. Sure. Or, they have or like when the place is strong with the force or something sure, like sure. that. Sure, sure. He can't or use the force, but he can feel the force. Right? Yeah. Like if they had a holocron, a holocron? he would know okay. that. Well, and this is this goes back to Catalyst, right? Where I said I felt like Jin's mom, uh, Lyra, or did they say her name? Did they pronounce it Lyra? Or they Lyra? didn't. Did they say it in the movie? Oh, yeah. Um, He said... Um, he screamed. Galen said Lyra passed away. Oh, good. It was Lyra. I was pronouncing I, that right. I actually don't okay. know. Oh, and also... He said something like Lyra or Lyra. When Krennic says, oh, look, it's your wife back from the dead. And I was like, oh, man, it's such a good villain. I can't stand him. And, He's and so also good. In, uh, and then also he screams... He screams Lyra. Lyra, when okay. He okay. 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 But at least Krennic gets shot. He does get shot. I knew, yeah. I knew oh, I could was tell. I kill knew her. right away when I saw her pop out. I was like, oh no. I just knew from oh, the very start. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, me too. From the very start when you began talking about Lear at Catalyst, I was like, Krennic's going to kill and her. And at Catalyst, mm-hmm. you said that Krennic might have a crush on Galen. Yeah. Might like Galen, mm-hmm. and that's might be partly why he killed Lyra. Maybe. But now. But he killed Lyra, but now, 
but now um, Galen's just going to hurt him, right. not want to right. befriend well, him. Well, and, and the way Krennic thought about it in Catalyst was that he he felt like he and he and Lyra were, were fighting over Galen, like like Galen had had to choose one of them almost, right? And of course, and, and Galen of course Lyra. chose Lyra, and I think that's why you know he doesn't care anymore. Krennic doesn't care anymore. He's not he's not going to try to be their friend anymore. He's just going to make him do what he wants him to do. He's tried being their friend; it didn't work, you know, um, or tried you know being their friend air quotes, right? So uh, one other thing from Catalyst though is is remember Galen was being affected by that Kyber crystal, mm-hmm. and uh, and. Wait, did I already say that I felt like Lyra could feel the Force, but she couldn't use the Force? In the Catalyst could, episode. Right, so I felt like she could sense the Force. And you just said that. Did I just say it? Okay, I'm just... Tangents upon tangents. It's hard for me to keep track of what I'm saying. Um, but that Galen was, like, uh, losing sleep, and he felt like some sort of connection to the Kyber Crystal as he was studying it. Like, it was affecting him. So maybe since since uh, Chirrut has been kind of guarding this temple that has Kyber Crystals in it, I think or at least used to, he has some sort of connection to them too, and he can also feel them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, there's there's so much in this movie. Um, and we heard that there wasn't going to be a sequel to this movie, and now we know why. So. <laughs> yeah. So let's go head on over to some canon news. The canon news song! Yeah! The canon news song! Yeah! 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 yeah. All right, so in canon news today, Red Leader... And Gold Leader also took part in the Battle of Scarif. And so Red Leader is named Garvin Dreis, right? And he is played by Drew Henley in A New Hope. Who do you think he's played by in uh, Rogue One? Drew Henley. And Gold Leader, who's known as John Dutch Vander, was played by Angus McInnes who also plays him in Rogue One. And they used footage from A New Hope of them, right? So footage of them and then put it into Rogue One. So I don't think those actors were actually like on set. I don't think. We'll learn all this later. I think it was footage, but still, how awesome was that? I could not believe when I saw... And the guy who was sitting next to me, which if you're listening to this, hey guy, I forget your name, (laughs) uh, but he had this, this really funny Hoth icy... Uh, you know, the icy uh, blue and pink kind of a logo for like, um, what was those like, uh, freeze, ice for icy freezes, you know, those things you get at gas just stations. Called anyway, yeah, uh, so he, it was a Hoth one, right? Anyway, oh, um, cool. so he, he and I were like, <laughs> like shaking in our seats and pumping our fists at the same things, like, oh, it's Gold Leader. <laughs> <laughs> and just, uh, like when we saw Tarkin, we were both just like, oh, <laughs> oh look at him, <laughs> you know. <laughs> feel like we really bonded over this movie <laughs> it was so funny uh but it's so true you know like um there were so many things in this movie to just make me go like yes like that was so i i've always you know i wanted to see this and i did there it is or i didn't even know that i wanted to see dr Amazon and pondo baba what what <laughs> did you, you saw them <laughs> watch yourselves when they bumped into the they bumped into him you know the, the oh guys in the gosh, cantina that's them. That's who that? Dr. Amazon and Pandabada. We're wanted men. I have the death mark in 12 systems. 
Edward, do they say that? <laughs> they say, I think he says, watch yourselves. We're wanted men. I think he says that or something like that. Or just watch yourselves. I can't remember what he says. But yeah, that's them. That's them? I thought, <laughs> Wait, I, I I thought it was like a copy off of them. He doesn't have a huge, gigantic, pointy nose, though. He has a mangled nose. Yeah. It didn't look exactly Wait, like him. When close was enough. that? I don't remember when that was, but I know. Um, I think it was on Jeddah. So they must have left that day. No, it was the, <laughs> at the very beginning when you first see Cassian. Oh, was it? They're walking, I, oh, he's was walking it down the that? hill in the, the hall and then he goes in and kills Tucker. Yeah, oh, it, was, it, was some, yeah. it was it was a space wild. station. What was that called? We don't know. I can't no remember idea. what it was called. But it was the, so The something cool. spike or something something spire or something like cool. that. It, it remind, spice spire. You know what it reminded da, me of? Da, da. It reminded me the spice spire. Ooh, I like that. Um, it reminded me of the wheel, right? Like, it's oh, a place yeah. like the wheel from uh, the Freemaker Adventures. Oh, right? yeah. It, it did remind me of that. It was like a like a trading post. I think it was a, I think it was called a trading post. Is that what they called it? I can't remember. And as a reminder, Red Leader and Gold Leader are both killed by Darth Vader in A New Hope. So. Yep. So, but pretty cool to see them again in a movie. All right. Well, that was our canon news. Let's uh, head on over for a joke. Laugh it up, fuzzball. What's the one thing you really need to have to have a bounty hunter party? I don't know. Boba confetti. How? Boba confetti? Boba confetti. Ha! Ha! <laughs> I don't even know that. Yeah. Oh, that's corny. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Okay, let's head on over to the question and answer council. The question and answer council. Where we ask questions and answer them. It's the question and answer council. It's the question and answer council. All right, I have a question for both of you. What, because of course Rogue One, and we're going to focus on the funny today. What is, and maybe next week we'll do what's your saddest moment. Actually, I'm not sure if we're going to have an episode next week, but we'll see. Uh, What is your funniest moment? The funniest moment from oh my Rogue gosh, One, I got mine. Liam. Um, the funniest. I mean, K two S was so funny, so it has to be one of K two S. And well, it's probably um either when K two S says, "Yeah, I should have gone back to the ship. Mm-hmm. I should have stayed at the ship." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And or and there's a fresh one if you mouth off again. <laughs> That's. I mean, those are both funny. <laughs> Very good lines. I mean, I don't really know. They're all yeah, so hilarious. <laughs> I can't even think of them because they there's are. so much. They're really good. Okay. Anna? Mine is all of K2SO's lines. Yeah, yeah. that's same. Same. <laughs> Basically, all, all of the things about K2SO <laughs> that are funny. That's all, right. all my favorites. Cool. I'll go. I have two of them. I'll go with two then since you guys are doing more than one. Uh,. When Vader says, careful you don't choke on your aspirations to Krennic. Like uh, wanting to wanting to be more powerful. I have I have aspirations of power. That means I want more power. 
Um, and that line, I just, it just, it's so funny to me. I don't know. It's corny. And corny. I think some people probably don't like it. I bet people won't like that line, but I think it's just, it's perfect. It's a, it's a mustache twirling villain line. You know, it's like a classic villain, you know, uh, classic action movie kind of uh, villain line. Um, and then the other one is, is cheer it when they put the bag over his head. And he says, are you kidding me? Oh yeah, that's what my it, are you kidding me? It's so yeah. funny. It's like, are you kidding me? I'm blind. <laughs> oh, we didn't even talk. You know, let's really quick talk about that that monster. What was the deal with that big slimy monster? Tentacles, tentacles. It's kind of random, coiling around Bodhi. What was his name? What was the name? The name of the monster? I don't remember. The the Grunk or something like that. You know, some. But uh, but yeah, it was it was to to determine whether or not Bodhi was telling the truth. So this this creature must have some sort of you know mental link or some sort of uh, the ooze on its tentacles or something makes the person tell the truth. Or if the person lies, maybe the the creature turns blue. This might be something that we learn in uh, in the Rogue One visual guide, which hopefully we'll be able to look at soon. Uh, they remind me of hey, Rathars. if anyone wants to get that for me for Christmas, uh, message me and I'll give you my address. Okay, uh, Rathars. Yes, for a second there, I thought is that a, is that like a a, a sedated Rathar, like a Rathar, slow moving Rathar? But or no, no, look pretty different actually. Could be, could be related. Yeah, yeah. because of the Rathar. Sure. Um, yeah. So. Ooh, or it could be like a Rathar and another creature had a kid and that was the kid sure. and they reproduced with someone else yeah that was the same species and then there was just more species like that. maybe <laughs> okay uh, <laughs> um yeah so we're going to be recording another episode on our holiday break which i think it's going to be a couple weeks from now that we actually record so you know this is kind of our our farewell for a little while just a couple weeks um you know we got we got preparations we're going to be traveling all that stuff but uh yeah we'll be seeing rogue one at least one more time in between now and then and we'll be back to talk about more rogue one maybe by then we'll have a little bit of episode eight news already we don't know we don't know oh i, mean, I hope so will we have a title will we have probably not because they're going to wait until this movie's out for a few weeks at least and make sure that everybody goes to see rogue one and then they'll start talking about episode eight right um yeah hopefully i hope more people go to this movie and uh you know, I hope it does. I hope it does good because I think it was a good first a Star Wars story movie, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's so many things they can do, and they can really branch out now because this one I hope is going to be successful, and then they can just kind of be like, okay, what do we want to do next? Let's find something that no one's ever even thought of, right? Not a prequel, not even a sequel, just like a total standalone, right? Doesn't depend on anything else. I don't know. We'll see. By the way, did anyone else hear Watto in the background when they were on that uh, that station, that trading post? Or maybe no. on Jeddah? It was at one of the places, and I swear in the background I kept on hearing, ah, nah, 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 you know, it sounded just like Watto. I wonder if it's the same. Tradarian. Maybe, or, I mean, I don't think we ever saw him, but uh, I wonder if it's the same voice actor, possibly? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, oh, so many things pop into my head when I think about this movie. Um, that There's just going to be many things to talk about for weeks and months to come. Uh, yeah. So, but that'll be it for today. Thank you so much 
everybody for listening to episode 55 of children of the force and as always thank you to those who support us over on patreon.com slash children of the force we have a new supporter laura and thank you so much laura i want to get a hold of you so we can you know either um you know do an interview with you on our websites um and uh if you want to do that or you know, maybe we can send you some, some cool trading cards or something, anything. So just, uh, if you could email us at forcechildren at gmail.com and, uh, just, you know, let us know who you are and, and all that good stuff. And that way we can connect offline and, uh, yeah. So, uh, I don't think I have any other way of contacting you. So, <laughs> but thank you so much for, uh, for giving to our, to our podcast and, and donating it was very, very generous, and, and we really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much. And, of course, thank you, Amy. Amy Wishman-Nalen, uh, also, for continuing to support the podcast. And we, we really appreciate it. I uh, really can't thank, thank you enough. So, all right. So, if you'd like to reach out to us online, you can contact us via Twitter. At Force Children. On Facebook, we are... Children of the Force. Our email address is forcechildren at gmail.com. Our website is www.childrenoftheforce.com. Oh, yeah. Head on over to speakpipe.com slash children of the force to leave us a voicemail. Uh, let us know what you think of Rogue One. Uh, we want to hear from kids, too, especially. Um, but anybody, let us know. What did you think of this? Did you did you think um, if you're a kid, did you think it was uh, two adults? Did you think it was too dark? Did you think it was just right? Did you think it was the funniest Star Wars movie you've ever seen? Uh, who was your favorite character? What was your favorite scene? What was your you know which battle did you like the best uh, of all the new kinds of stormtroopers? What was your favorite kind? Funniest part. Um, you know uh, what did you think about when those X wings just uh, smashed into the shield? You can. That stop. was yeah. I mean, <laughs> what did you? <laughs> Uh, what did you think of Vader's castle? Uh, what did you, what think, you think of, of that? <laughs> There's so many things. That's what he's uh, to we say. would love to hear any of any and all of it. Uh, and finally, leave us a review on iTunes or anywhere else you listen to us. Uh, but even if you listen to us off of iTunes, leave us a review on iTunes. You can just go on there. It takes five minutes. You know, click the click the star five stars if you want. I mean, I don't. Know, I think that's what it is. Five stars, but you know, it's up to you. Uh, and leave us a good review um, or. You know, whatever you actually think about the podcast, but hopefully, if you don't like it, if you don't, you know, have ideas for us to make it better, send us those too. Sure, why not? We're open for criticisms and uh, and also compliments. We love those too. So, yeah. <laughs> for children of the force, I'm Al. I'm Anna. I'm Liam. And save the rebellion. Save the dream. dream.